0: huge Black Ops 4 news, World War II updates, and a pre-event CWL Seattle breakdown are all here today as gifts from me to you. I am Ben, and this is CODcast, the Call of Duty podcast. said it once and I'll say it again, we got some Black Ops 4 stuff, we've got some World War 2 stuff, we've got some CWL Seattle stuff, we have it all today, Um, and I'm gonna start it off here with Black Ops 4, I know it's what you all want, welcome to everybody that's new listening and welcome to everybody that is returning and listening, it's great to have you all here, Um, yeah, we got a bunch of updates on Black Ops 4 this week, some are great, some are not. So, we're going to talk about all of them. Before I do that, I don't know what Twitter account it is, but someone on Twitter keeps putting up these like these like Black Ops 4 hype tweets like what 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 maps do we want to see remade in Black Ops 4? None. I don't want to see any maps remade in Black Ops 4. Maybe Nuketown if you want to do it, but I don't want old maps. I want good new maps. What streaks do we want? I don't want to see the same streaks. I want to see new streaks. So whatever Twitter account is doing that, don't vote on those things, okay? I'm kidding. You can vote if you want. But what I'm saying is I want new stuff. I want original stuff. I want a unique game. And we're going to see if we're going to get that here with these Black Ops 4 updates. So there have been some leaks on Twitter from a video game writer named Matt Harris. Thank you, Matt. About Blops 4. This is what Matt says. No campaign. Okay. I'm cool with it. Honestly. Raise your hand if you play campaign. Nobody's raising their hands right now. Everybody that has played at least one Call of Duty game buys Call of Duty, puts it in the system, waits four days for it to uh, download and update and everything, and then immediately goes into multiplayer and plays it. Nobody plays uh, campaign. Call of Duty games do not have tremendous campaigns. I know IW spent like, weeks and I mean months and millions of dollars on their campaign they shouldn't have they should have spent more time on their multiplayer but uh no nobody really plays it the the best campaign was Modern Warfare 1 and that's that's a fact if you want to argue with that then you are going to come up against probably the entire Call of Duty community because that sniper mission alone was the best mission in all of Call of Duty still to this day and that's very true but uh yeah I'm okay with no campaign, honestly. I mean, apparently they re- they released a story, so it was going to be time travel, and they like the people were like rewriting history, um, how they want it to, like it was going to be kind of political about like rewriting history, and then the the main character who we would play as, like doesn't doesn't want them to rewrite what the true history is for this true history they want to sell to people. So, like, he breaks out of the system and messes up the system. It was very Orwellian. Um, if you don't know, that, like, George Orwell wrote in 1984 about the um, dystopian society. Uh, and so, yeah, they were going to take it there. It got really big, apparently, and out of hand. And then Activision executives were, like, worried that we as players of the game wouldn't accept this futuristic world. They were right about that. We probably would have hated that because... We have a bad taste in our mouths from IW. Um, so they scrapped it. They scrapped all the campaign. It is okay in my opinion. Truly, it is okay in my opinion. And then they also released stuff about zombies here, and they say that um, at least two maps launched with the game. They gave some of the story kind of breakdown of possible zombie stuff. Um, but also the reason I put these two together is because zombies works as like a great campaign. The reason I say that is because they aren't so linear as the Call of Duty campaigns tend to be. That you just It's just like, there's just clown boxes. You go to a point, you shoot a bunch of people, and then you keep going. And it's like, we got to get to the other side of the city to fix our tank. But all you're doing is getting to a clown box, shooting all the people until you get past a certain point, like a per- certain geographical point in the map, and then the people stop coming. And then you just like, you're not doing anything crazy in these campaigns. But zombies are much less linear, and they, uh, they, they're not as, like, hit, hit on the nose, like, this is what you got to do next, it's kind of like, oh, like, find the, find the system code you need, and then it's kind of, like, you have to figure out what to do, there's a lot of easter eggs and zombies, it's just a lot, uh, it feels more open, um, and then there's the, like, the, the, uh, vending machine, or that kind of idea of, like, getting power-ups, and, I, I find zombies to be more enjoyable and I really haven't, there have been some like lame zombie updates, but I think they've done a fairly good job of just keep, keeping zombies fresh and continuing to come out with good content in the uh, zombies game mode throughout all of Call of Duty since the first one, since, which was a uh, world at war, I believe. Yeah. Nazi zombies was the first one. So a uh, great job on all the zombies to, to, um, Activision and all the Call of Duty developers. Um, and I think zombie's really really do cover the campaign idea. If you want to play good campaigns, go buy a naughty dog game. Like go buy Last of Us Remastered. It's on sale right now for like 7 bucks. Go play that one. That's a fantastic campaign. Or like buy, you know, From Software's games, buy the Dark Souls games. Those are amazing campaigns and they're not as story heavy. They're story there, but they're tremendous to play through really long play times. But Call of Duty, you know, just scrap the campaign. Spend more time on what most people play, which is multiplayer. And now, apparently, this battle royale mode. Okay, so this had to be because of the trend of battle royale games. There's no way this could have happened any earlier than it than it has, than it than it is probably going to, which is Black Ops Four. Um, because of the trend, it really started. H1Z1 was huge, and then um, PUBG, and then got big. But it re- it's got to be Fortnite. I I think if Fortnite wasn't here with the massive fan base that it has we we wouldn't be getting a BR mode in Call of Duty. Um, but because of this fandom that has followed Fortnite and PUBG and, and really H one Z one um, we have this Battle Royale mode coming, apparently. So they uh brought on Raven Software. Um Raven Software made Modern Warfare three and they've they've made some other games. Um they're 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 well respected. They're a solid uh gaming company. Uh and they brought them on to develop this idea of a battle royale mode which apparently they had always already kind of been in the talks about um for a, for a bit. And so, uh this is the breakdown we were given of what the battle royale mode would be like. So you can only play it if you buy Black Ops 4. That being said, it is a separate game that launches like separately from the main menu. It's sort of like IW and then you get Modern Warfare Remastered, and then you you launch that separately. You can't, like, they're just separate games. Um, And then the development of it happens. It's like as new DLC comes out for for Call of Duty, and they develop Call of Duty, new stuff is released for the Battle Royale mode as well. But it still is a separate game. Okay, it's not like you you switch over from multiplayer to to, to Battle Royale, or it's like, you know, a, a special playlist in the multiplayer thing. No, it's a separate game. So um what it sounds like is there'll be a few maps and they'll keep updating um and then like when then when a new game comes out like the game After Black Ops 4 which will be you know Modern Warfare 4 that be Modern Warfare 4 sure um then there are modern maps and stuff updated to the Battle Royale launcher so it really is a totally separate game um but then that, that would develop that would uh, go through its evolution as we get a new Call of Duty game. This is what I got to say about that. As far as a few maps and stuff, dude, like don't try to do too much here, Raven and Activision and everybody. Don't try to do too much. Like give, give us one map. It's obvious that the community is patient if you give us like a simplistic map. <laughs> I'm 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 tempted to say two, but I don't want two maps. Give us one big map, right? And then develop that and then really listen to us so we feel like we're being listened to and, like, cared about in the game development process. Really listen to what we say, and then really develop that map. Look at what Fortnite did. Obviously, they've had some success. That's pretty clear. They have one map, and they keep developing it, and they listen to the community, and they change things. Like, you know, that that peak over the over your, um, your ramp setup where you keep hitting your ramp, even though your aimer is uh, beyond it, like, they're fixing that because we had a problem with it. Or, like, the guided missiles were OP, so they took them out. Like, do give us one map. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to do the classic Call of Duty thing and add in stuff that we don't want. Give us one map and then listen to us as we play it and develop it uh, to suit the community. That's what I beg. Don't give us 16 maps here on Battle Royale. It won't work. It won't work as well. Okay. Okay. And then that's what we have on the Battle Royale mode. I'm excited about Battle Royale. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I I have high hopes for this. It'll be really it'll be really fun. It'll be like a it'll it'll be kind of more similar to PUBG probably. Um and it's like modern era war Battle Royale. It could be really cool. I'm psyched about it. And it wouldn't be um it, I guess it would be I guess you could play it PC. I wonder how that'll be. That I think that'll really, honestly, build the battle royale community because you're bringing in people playing on consoles. That'll be cool. I'm psyched about it. But we also have multiplayer news given to us, which might not be good. So, um, I pause like that because I'm drinking coffee or water or whatever. So, anyway, multiplayer news. So, all right, here we go. Apparently, they said there's gonna be this like mix of boots on the ground and jetpack movement. I initially responded with, excuse me? Like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? That's impossible, right? Um, so, it was also released, Matt Harris said, it's likely that people won't like it. So, wow. Got a vote of confidence for this multiplayer in Black Ops 4. So, he released more. He was worried about, like, kind of screwing over some friends that he got this news from never reveal your sources. But he was like, okay, I can I can give you more now on this newer kind of release. So it's apparently like kinda like specialist perks. Like there's no there were originally there were no kill streaks or no score streaks or whatever you want to call them. And then as you would get score kills, you would get these perks added on, and like some of them would give you this this movement that was aligned very similarly with the black ops three movement advanced movement of like jetpack the jetpack system so it was kind of like you get these perks added on and so it's just like gunning but you can get advanced movement as you go on and there, there were no killstreaks and now killstreaks are getting added in because that mode that they had tested so badly with audiences apparently or like the community however you want to say that with whoever were testing the alpha and beta versions of the game and then the perks that um they are that give the advanced movement are being scaled back but i gotta like hold it for a second and 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 pause their development and say wait like don't take it all the way away because i don't think it's it's not it's not a bad idea really give us kill streaks please and give us good kill streaks like like a chopper gunner type thing or like like really solid kill streaks that kill people and that are hard to get, sure. Twelve kills for a chopper gunner, okay, or you know, twelve hundred points, or whatever. But make it really solid, make it worth it. And then, but but it does. The the idea of like getting perks reminds me of this of specialists from Modern Warfare Three. Do you remember that with like the like there was the support class with like UAV and like health stuff you could give your teammates, and then there was like what was the the aggressive class? I can't remember what it was called, but um with like more like kill streak stuff, and then there was this specialist class where you would get perks added on, and then you get that specialist bonus at like seven kills or whatever, that was awesome, that was so sick, you felt like a superhero, but it wasn't overpowered, like you felt like a superhero, and it was just fun, you could, you know, non sprint, you were faster, you know, you had sleight of hand, you were reloading really quick, you felt awesome, um, and so it's not necessarily a bad thing, I think they should stick with that, that's my opinion of it. They should stick with like the like the add-on perks as at least an option. Um and give us kill streaks too, but the the additional perk thing is a, is a pretty good idea in my opinion. I, it worked well in the past and and I would really really enjoy seeing it again um in Black Ops 4, um really similar to that specialist from Modern Warfare 3. So that's pretty much all we had released from the uh, Black Ops 4 news. It there's some there's pretty big stuff in there, some bombs dropped about the game for sure. But apparently it's a really it's really coming down to the end here. It's a it's a tight schedule they have uh, developing the game because the the community r- reveal event is May 17th, I think. And so they got, you know, less than a month now and they're making massive changes to it. So I have hope I uh, this game could be really really cool um and, and really unique. They're really sticking with like the like nothing you've ever seen kind of slogan thing um, that they keep pushing on us. So cool. The, the game needs a change. Call of Duty needs a change for real. Um, so let's, I mean, let's not bash it too much before it comes out, but I ha- I definitely have hope about it. Uh, as far as updates on, on World War II, uh, we, we got a couple here. I'm not going to highlight all of them because all of them, I don't think affect most people. I mean, they affect all of us, but like, they're not huge pieces of news, so I'll just run through a couple here. Uh, the the Blitzkrieg community event is here, so it's like new weapons, uh, charms, and helmets, etc. like the new stuff added in supply drops and stuff. I know there's a burst weapon added, which is kind of funny because they were like, let's really stick with like a realistic World War II, and then they put a burst weapon <laughs> in the game, which is funny. And that burst shreds, man. I, I was getting shredded by it the other day. Somebody had it. It was pissing me off. By the way, that being said, if you are in shipment and you're using an LMG, you're not, my friend, and I don't appreciate your play style. No LMGs should be used in shipment. Not fair, especially with the bipod thing now where you like don't have to reload. It's just unbelievable, man. People sit in the corner with uh, LMGs are so frustrating. Like, you can do nothing about it. They put on all the armored and everything so that you don't take any damage from nades um, or from tac nades, and then they sit there with an LMG. So frustrating. That's just my my two cents. Don't play shipment like that, man. Um Ranked play season three is here and four party, uh, four player parties are, uh, are allowed in ranked play now. Sweet, 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 uh, ground war feature tab with double XP right now. Um, that's not sticking around forever, but, uh, ground war is added as like in a feature tab. If you don't know what ground war is, it it allows 18 players in the lobby instead of 12. It's really fun. It's really fun. If you have like a huge party, um, with like a bunch of people you're playing with and and you all want to be able to play on the same team. I know that's what I used to do when I had a, a bunch of people that would play together, but, um, ground war is fun. It's just more people, you know, tends to be more kills, but it gets, it gets pretty crazy. Um, sometimes it's fun, but yeah, they added that in. That's awesome. Uh, paint shop works now. If you haven't seen all the updates of people sending new paint jobs and stuff on, on the guns, uh, it's pretty sweet. Um, some awesome, awesome paint jobs coming out, which is awesome. which is really, really cool to see. And then some, some like lower level technicalities were fixed with like smoothing out the game. Some of the, like the the game's um, major glitches were updated. Like the, you know, when you when you uh, have the STG and you see like two scopes on it, and you're like, what's going on? That was fixed. All the little kind of smoothing the game out things are fixed. So that's great. And that was like a weekly update. Nothing massive because they just did that massive division change. Um, but the Blitzkrieg communities community events probably the biggest thing with new weapons and stuff. So. Um, yeah, let's move on to right now with this. Th- there's a little. Um, I know we talked about it a couple podcasts ago, but there's a, the relegation tournament going on. Uh, so basically, like there were four teams from uh, Pro League Season One that uh, got sent on a relegation, the bottom two teams of of Division A and Division B. Those four teams take on four other teams that make it through like an open bracket tournament that happened before CWL Seattle, which CWL Seattle starts tomorrow. So they got through the open tournament and the the challengers that made it through are um EZG, Esports, uh, GGEA Orange, Nordic, and Tainted Minds. Um and then the four Pro League teams that were in season one but got sent to relegation were Mind Freak, Vitality, uh, Evil Geniuses, and Epsilon. So those eight teams are battling it out right now. Four teams are gonna go through to stage two of the um of the uh, CWL Pro League, uh, which is just like the stage one that we just got through with the two divisions and all that stuff. So two uh, four teams are going to make it through, and then they also um, qualify for, those four teams also qualify for group play in CWL Seattle, which starts tomorrow. So basically, we're going to get to CWL Seattle in a second here, but uh, when I go through each pool, there's only going to be three teams, and so um, the four teams that make it through, which they're going to make it through today, they're playing right now. Uh, The four teams that make it through are going to be the fourth team in each pool. And then um, the open bracket starts tomorrow. And then four teams will make it through from that for pool A, B, D, A, wow, A, B, C, and D. So, um, yeah, the relegation tournament's happening. It's a double uh, elimination tournament. um, And then those four teams make it through, as I said, to their various groups and to season two pro league Uh, there were a couple roster changes too. uh, Alex with two X's joined Unilad. So Unilad made a shift and then Temp, uh, who was on NV joined Echo Fox and this team vast is now, um, now has four players in the names of theory, Nagafin, Proto, and Mox. So those are great players and should they, they should make a serious showing when they build their chemistry a bit at some of these events. I'm not going to dive into this like I did with the roster mania podcast last time, but uh, if, you know, these teams make big showings at some of these events, I'll really dive into why they're making their showings and, and how they're doing it. And, and the fact that this is a new team and they have some great players or, or, um, you know, uh, temp joined Echo Fox and temp adds this to the team. And so, um, I'll, I'll dive into that if these teams make big showings, but I, I want to get to CWL Seattle and kind of, uh, talk about each pool separately. Um, and then call it a day and, uh, watch the event this weekend. So CWL Seattle, it starts tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is Friday, April 20th. It's a $200,000 open event. And after Roster Mania, it's the first event we're seeing after all these Roster Mania switches. So it's a, it's an important one to watch to kind of stay updated with, uh, the happenings in the community. Um, but let's, let's break down a couple of these polls here. So like I said, there's going to be only three teams in each of these polls, um, those there's uh, 12 total that made it through here. And then the four teams that make it through the relegation tournament are going to be added into these pools for tomorrow. So then there'll be four in each pool, in each pool tomorrow. And then while the open bracket goes through those four winners, of the open bracket will be each added separately to a pool and have to play it through the pool. So uh, poll a is phase rise and echo Fox. Whoa. Uh, that is massive. That pull. Rise is like the New York Yankees right now of Call of Duty, and they just added Slasher for Method, so I I want to see how this team plays. I want to see if they can show off the way they should be able to show off with the amount of talent on their team, and they get to show it against currently the top team in the world, or at least the winners of, of uh season one of the Pro League phase, so I'm glad these teams are in the same pool. I want to see some a solid matchup between them and see if really Rise has that chemistry already and if they can show up like they uh like they were earlier in the season. And if FaZe is going to be consistent, I mean FaZe is a fun team to watch. They're they're uh they're flashy. So um Zoom is pretty flashy too with a lot of the plays he makes. So um that'll be a really fun match and, and Echo Fox, I've always I've always really talked highly of Echo Fox this year because I think they have had a solid team and have had some really, really solid showings against big teams like Optic or or whoever. And uh, they just added temp so uh, this is a really really big pool. I mean, I would say this is the pull of pull of death. Pull A. It's pretty clear. You got Phase and Rise, Echo Fox now with Temp on the team, and and we'll see what 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 relegation team comes into it. But that's a tough pool, man. You don't want to go into that if you're from relegation or open. Um, pool B, the classic Optic Envy matchup. When have we not seen that in pool play? Optic versus Envy, and then also Unilad is Unilad is in this uh pool, so. Um, they like just made the change. Like I said, with Alex on the team and, um, I think optic takes it pretty easily. Oh wait, by the way, my prediction of pull a phase is going to take it. And then rise is going to take second actually. Yeah, we're going to say that phase and then rise second. Um, pull B though, uh, optic is going to take it. I feel like pretty clearly envy just made some switches. They had, we we're having trouble anyway. And then they just made some switches and I think with the uh, caliber of players that came onto the team, they have a lot of potential, but they're not going to be there yet. They have a lot of working around, and some of the players are a bit young on Envy. And um, I think that, uh, you know, as you gain experience in Call of Duty, I mean, all these players have experience being pro players, but as you gain experience, you learn how to just kind of learn the game and you learn how to work with new teams better. So I I think that because of the uh, young age from at least a few of the Envy players, uh, they'll take a while to kind of build their skill level. but So Optic, Envy, Unilad, and we'll see what relegation and open bracket team gets in. But I say Optic takes first, Envy takes second. Unilad's a great team, but I don't I don't think they'll take down Envy. Uh, they just made a switch as well, uh, which weakens them a, a bit um, in the short term. They'll probably hopefully strengthen them in the long term. Um, but Optic and Envy are one and two, in my opinion. Pull C is uh, Luminosity, E United, and Complexity huh, that's, um, it's a good pool, I mean, I think it's clear who's gonna take one, which is Luminosity, I mean, they have the same team, they're sticking with it, because they're a strong team, they could easily win the event, um, so, they, they're they easily gonna take it, I don't know, EU just made the change, and I, I want EU to show up, they're, they're, they have a lot of talent, and, we'll see, they had a lot, a lot of changes to make, uh, I don't know if they could do it with just one guy yet um, but complexity is kind of like a whole new team over here so so i I don't I don't have high hopes for that team winning hey but they have sensor so you know he's always predicting he's gonna win the next event so um he's not though it's gonna be LG in first and it's gonna be United in second and that's when the relegation team comes through and, and really shows up but I don't have a lot of confidence in complexity or or United yet I do in LG. So that's an easy pull win for LG. They should go, you know, 4-0 in it. Uh, and then pull D is Team Caliber, Red Reserve, and Splice. Red Reserve and Splice didn't make any changes. Like I said, the um, what are they going to trade between each other? Maybe like trade with Unilad or something. I don't know. So they didn't make any changes. And uh, Red Reserve has always been a solid team. Splice has been a more solid team recently. And I think Red Reserve uh, needs to kind of uh, make make some changes to stick stick with uh, the competition that is uh, rapidly increasing right now. Uh, TK. You know, TK made some major changes. Uh, they have a really s- solid team, as all these major teams do. Um, but they have Pharaoh and they have Methods now. You know, I don't know. I'm saying Splice takes first in this. I'm gonna say Splice takes first, and I'm gonna say that that TK takes second. But I really want to see Pharaoh come out and and make a showing. Like this is his time, and he's got a really solid pull to do it. But what's weird is I'm predicting that Red Reserve is gonna get third. Um, and, and go straight to loser's bracket round like three or four or whatever. But, um, hey, that's my prediction. Splice is taken first. And is my guess TK taken second? But I do really, I want to see TK show up because I want to see Pharaoh show up. And, you know Methods is a good player, uh, but I want to see Pharaoh really make his name as one of the young stars of Call of Duty. So, yeah, those are the four polls. Um, we'll see if, you know, where my predictions end up aligning with what actually happens but this is an important event i really suggest everybody go and watch it um we're, we're seeing a lot of changes a lot of roster changes come out for the first time the only ones that really didn't change were like the the two eu teams i just talked about red reserve and splice um optic lg and, and phase those are the, the the really huge teams but like there the there's some big things to watch for like the the uh, pharaoh being a star here if united can make that big of a shift um after releasing silly, you know, uh, if if Optic is going to continue their kind of like increase into first place again, uh, like they usually do every season, like if, if they're going to continue in their climb, so if Rise Nations New York Yankees, you know, Patriots roster where they just have all these stars. Actually, the Pats the Pats don't have a lot of stars. They just make make stars out of rookies. Um, Yankees roster of Rise Nation if they can come through and and show off as they should be showing off. There's a lot of things to watch for a lot of important stuff. So, uh, tune into it. It's, uh, tomorrow through Sunday, it's going to be like the normal open event. So tomorrow they're going to play through pool play and, uh, with these relegation teams in there. And then, uh, Saturday they'll play like open bracket team and then like winners round one, uh, I think, and losers round one, maybe. And then, uh, championship Sunday is all winners bracket and losers bracket stuff all the way through to the grand finals. So, um, It should be a fun tournament to watch, but that's going to end it for today. Uh, Keep an eye out for the relegation teams that make it through. They are playing as I speak here, Uh, so I'm excited to see which teams uh, lay out into the pools uh, for CWL Seattle. But uh, otherwise, thank you to all the new listeners for listening. Uh, Thanks for coming out. Thank you to everybody uh, returning for listening. Follow me on Twitter. Tweet at me. Uh, Email me. Um, Yeah rate the podcast on iTunes and, uh, and subscribe to it. And then also like, um, so you, when you subscribe, you get like, as soon as the podcast comes out, you get the update. You can, you can download it and listen to it whenever. Um, and then also, uh, like comment on it, say something like, Hey man, agreed about the battle Royale mode. Hopefully we get, more boots on the ground movement. That's just a sample comment. You guys can comment whatever you want, but, you know, that's a really solid sample if you want to make that comment. Go ahead and post it. Uh, But that will do it for today's episode. As usual, I am Ben, and this has been CODcast, the Call of Duty podcast.